You're listening to a DM podcast. We are underway. G'day, guys. Welcome to Talking League. We're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast. I'm your host, TK. Boys are in the house. Andy. Hey, guys. Yes, we are. How are we, lads? Hello, Corbs. Now, we're going to continue our uh, positional previews, and today we're going to go the halves. Plenty in there. Probably the guns that you need in one. So we've got plenty of cheapies, plenty to, plenty to do here, boys. But before we get to there, please join our Talking League fantasy and tipping comps. That's open now. $500 cash prize for first prize and free to enter. So head over to TalkingLeaguePod.com. Invite your family and friends. Also, the info is in the episode notes. Talking League Hotline, 0284057947. That's also in the episode notes. Leave us a question and we'll play it on the show and we'll do a Q&A before the season starts as well. But gentlemen, let's start with our halves, our gun halves. And uh, the guy that I want to start with, and Andy, we'll kick off with you and um, your boy, Moses. Yeah, so it's a uh, toss-up between him or Munster. That's my um, uh, 50-50 choice that I have to make at the moment. Okay. So I've gone away from the um, obvious pick of Cleary. Yep. The obvious thing is too overpriced. It's very expensive. He had a massive season, and to back that up again, do the same. Possibility, but it's just I just see a bit of overvalue there. Yeah. So I've gone Mitchell Moses or Munster. So Moses, I'll start with, um, he has to step up for Parramatta. That's mm. the main reason. He had a great start of the season, but Did, yeah. Then had that calf injury, and then that's when Gutho and Brown stepped up to um, take over him. When he came back, he was I don't think yeah. it was the same. Do you have so, his average in front of you? Uh, that, average, that round one to ten? So from an average of game 13, he averaged 59 points. Wow. So that's, that's elite level. Yeah, so an extra two points in extra, which is it pushes him just underneath uh, DCE. Mm. So it's still top three, but um, fi- from 16th overall to 15th overall. Yeah, Mitch Moses, what, break even at 57, 766. Yep. So he's kind of – he's right on that borderline. He needs to push forward. But make a uh, – sorry, now you want to move on to Munster. Yeah, so Munster is me dark horse. I He also has to step up. Cam Smith goes – uh, they lose 15 try assists a game, mm. uh, a year, sorry. Yeah. Um, someone has to take that. They're this huge on Munster. I did see a little sneaky picture of uh, Munster lining up for goal kicking. So there's um, it's a potential for him to get those goal kicks as well. So if he does get that, that's some massive, massive fantasy Huge, points. especially between him and Pops. He, he's 50 points mm. at the moment. He could be a 60-point player. Yeah. Well, he Mad. would be with a, some goal kicking. Mad dog. Money. Now, Corby, <laughs> you are going to take a punt, and Cleary is your man, even though he's nearly a million bucks. But with Cleary, 73 break even, 32, well, pretty much everyone owns him at 33%. But going into a round and knowing your, your captain needs to score 70 points, that's huge. What's, what are you seeing with Cleary? You just pay the coin and you know you've got the money. <laughs> so it's like a set and forget. Is that what you, you call yeah, it? Yeah, like he, he, he's just going to get those points again. He's the main man at their club. Mm. There was a bit of talk about the young team not going to be able to back it up. I don't feel that's going to be the case. I feel they're going to be hungry as. I think last year it was a good thing they didn't win. If they did win, that probably wouldn't have been as beneficial. But I think they're going to go nuts. And Cleary, he's only getting better and better. He's that fine wine. And mm. he's, he's a young wine too. Getting better with age, runs a ball a lot, kicking, goal kicking, um, yeah, the the left edge does it see a bit of ball. He seemed to roam a little bit to the ba- in the back end of the year and switch sides, which uh, a few clubs um, decided to sort of go that way. So I don't think that will be an issue with that strong left side attack. Only had two games below fifty, so he's just an easy captain. If you don't have him from the start, you'll just be chasing him from the get go, and you'll be behind yep. the eight ball. 
because I think he's just yeah. Most people who have him will probably captain him as well. Okay, thirty three percent ownership. It's huge, massive. It's huge, guys. The guy, and there is a rumor that I favour people that come on this podcast. <laughs> but Jamal Fogarty, like he superly impresses me. Like I loved him in the back end of last year, but even just in the interview, he's just so calm and he's just it's a smart, just so mature. He's he just an old school halfback that really takes the ball by the thorn. You know, his base stats: two hundred eighty three kick meters. He sets things up too, like his try assists are really high, line break assists are really high. That 57 average between round 11 and 20, he spoke about it, you know, I go to him like what was the breakthrough moment? And it was learning the plays, learning his teammates, and to go from around 10, like 40 points to 57 in the back end. And you think that AJ and both Ash Taylor are both not 100%, so he could carry a lot of load, especially early in the season. At a break-even of 50, he's going – I feel that that ownership of 4% makes him a really, really good pod potential. So for me, I know what Corbs is saying with Cleary, but I, I want to kind of space my money because only because I've, I kind of found that I was picking a lot of these injured players that are kind of – and then the scrap heap. So I don't know if I can – if they get injured again, I don't know if I can replace them if I had a Cleary because my cap will be unbalanced a yeah, little bit. Okay. So I'm kind of punting on a couple of those guys – being better, like the guys that we spoke about, Watson, you know, uh, who else we got? Little, like they're currently in my team. But if anything happens, I don't think I could properly replace them if I've got Cleary. Does that mean you'll have like a bit of extra cash just as a buffer? At the moment, I think I've got about 100K in a buffer. Well, you're picking, That's in team one too, sorry. And you're picking future points, you know. Like when you get Cleary, he's scoring 72 points and that's consistent. Right? Yeah. I don't think he's going to get more than 72 average. That's like, that's. Amazing if he does. But when you pick in the Fogarty or Munster, they've got potential to score higher than what they actually have. So you've, you've, you're going to gain cap space in that area. So you might be able to change up and upgrade later, but that's the that's plan I'm Look, doing. I get a lot of head noise during these games, and I don't need a guy chasing 70 points. That's for sure. <laughs> I think 50 is like – 50 to 60 is my cap. Like, oh, can you imagine watching the games now? Yeah, it'll be, it'll be disastrous. Let's move on. Uh, mid-rangers, boys. Andy, kick us off because uh, you've liked Lachlan Lamb for a long, long time, and he's someone that – yeah, he's definitely – I'm definitely thinking he's a lock in your team. Yeah, he is. So I, I'm actually running with Munster and Lamb. It was Munster and Moses, but I think I've – Locked down Munster. Mm. Munster and Lamb, um, he has locked down that starting role. So uh, 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 what's his name? Robin, Robbo Robinson, said he has got yeah. it. So uh, it is a worry. Everyone talking up Walker so much, but I'm still going to stick with him. Mm. Uh, if he does get dropped, bang, I'll just do a straight swap with Walker, cheaper, get some money to spend elsewhere, or I'll just stick with him. I'll see. But he's he was scoring 63 fantasy points um, up before he got injured. Yep. Um, I just like the look of him. I think he's a great ball runner. Kiri's changed. To, he's going to swap over to the seven. Yeah. So Lock and Lem will be the six. So it swaps his side a bit. Project um, him for me. What do you reckon? Uh, well, his fantasy average last year was 36. I'm thinking high 50, 55, 56 average. Whoa, Andy. Okay. He's putting his balls on the line. But Corbs, uh, the other guy, probably very similar with Harris Tavita taking the reins now at number seven. The same role as kind of like Lockie having to take a reins at, at the Roosters. What are you seeing in Harris Tavita? Yeah, he could be a good option in that mid-range goal kicker. Uh, gets him to that 40 average. Yep. Uh, the Warriors looked at getting an extra two kicks in their goal kicking last year so, per game. Uh, Green was let go, and we talked about this on the Warriors pod. That You don't let him go for no reason. That's showing a bit of trust in Chanel. Mm. So – that could instill a fair bit of confidence with him in the team and he might really look to take that team 
um, you know, make it to his own. The, the other half partner in Nicarima, I feel like he's had his time and he knows he's just playing second fiddle now. I think yeah. Chanel I think it suits him again. better too, right? Yeah, well, he's more of that ball runner sort yeah. of um, off the cusp sort of player. Uh, the only worry is, though, I heard uh, the other day that he could have some hemi issues. Yeah. Tightness. And that worries me in, in, any ba- in any player, but especially in the backs and goal kicking. Mm. Um, that's a bit of a worry. So I'll keep an eye on it because the other guy, I'm going to take the host duties here, the other guy that He's I'm looking at questions again for himself. <laughs> is um, Brooks, who I'm sort of leaning towards. So you've got to have a few risks in your team. Not you're all. Like a left footer. Yeah, khaki hander. I'm with khaki. you, Corbs. I'm with you. Yeah, so the, with the Brooks, he's got a lot of potential. Uh, his kicking metres and his metres gained were down big time last year as opposed to 28, uh, 2019. Looks like he's going to have Jock Madden in there the first couple of rounds, but then yep. Dahui Dewey, we're still not sure on that. <laughs> Mate, if, Brooke, if Brooks has Jock Madden, he could average 65, 70 up yeah, the well, first you two sh- rounds. Yeah, Jock won't, won't be coming on the scene too crazy first up. But then Dewey will come in, who only had 110 kicking metres and 47 metres gained just with the kicking metres. Benji averaged 286, so there's another 150 yeah. going Brooks' way. Mm. A few extra points there. What's, and- what's his average? His average is we forty one. Yeah, yeah, that's what his crazy. That's fairly for a low. dominant half. Yeah, he yeah. was fifty three twenty nineteen. So I think he can get back up around that fifty yep. and make you some good coin. Then, yeah, yeah, I, don't, I like that one. So the boys, I'm just going to go again a beaten up. I need one beaten up half. And between these two boys, Anthony Milford is someone I'm really looking. I know he's. I, I checked in. He's okay. He'll be right to go. He's Round back one. Full training. He's back at full training. So he's back. Four hundred twenty seven. Okay, break even of 32. Only has an ownership of 3%. Like I said, he's back. And now he's got track record. That's what I need for these broken down guys. They need to have track record and not get kicked out by Wayne Bennett. Now, 2019, average 54, average of 50 in 2018. He's still young. He's 26. So he's got plenty to, mate, I'm telling you, contract year, he's getting called out. He is going to be back. And he's I'm, 26. He's 26. He's 10 years. I know. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> So, mate, obviously health is a huge thing because last year wasn't great. I know that he broke down four times with a hamstring, which is concerning, but I'm willing to back him. I just want to give him a go because no one wants to give him a go. Kevy's got him firing right. You know what? Kevy was his halves coach when they made the grand final. What's his price? 427. That's pretty low. Yeah, he's a bit cheaper. There's not much downside. Brooks is my similar one there, and I'll I'll probably go Brooks over Milf. Yeah, so – why I kind of like MILF is it's an easy sort of, especially early in the season if he starts misfiring, it is an easy upgrade into both a Harris, Tevita, and Lamb. Or the other guy I was going to mention is Scott Drinkwater. I mentioned him during our fullback, wing fullback discussion. So, again, I think the biggest thing, again, is the is the health of Val, Drinky, Morgan, and Robson. They only played two games together, and they do that. He scored 48 as an average. Last five games, he had an average of 44. And that jewel, it really just attracts me, the half-wing fullback, ownership of only 2%. Again, he's in my range. I kind of want one guy under 500K. So that, that again, the two guys that you guys mentioned are right in my radar as well. I've got to pick one. I feel so, like uh, Lemmy won't be in your radar a couple of games in. He'd be uh, 600K, 700K. Yeah, or he could be on the flip side. He could be at 200K. <laughs> yeah. 
Those we walk a nipple on him, he'd be boosting. Mate, I can't wait until round three when they start giving it to it. Someone's <laughs> going to get given There's going to be a lot of sorries, sorries on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, sorry, listeners. This goal was terrible. <laughs> I think it's going to come. But, yeah, Scotty Drinkwater, like I said, between Drinkwater, Milford, and the two guys that you mentioned, I will be picking one. At the moment, I'm leading towards both Drinky and Milford, but I've got no problems picking you two your guys because I think yep. they're very quali- they're quality. Look, we are improving. We had – Two halves from every team, and now we've, we've got it down <laughs> to four halves. <laughs> hey, I've got four fantasy teams, so hey, don't hey, Can we give us, give us a pat on the back? Come on. Oh. Well done, guys. Well done. All right, moving on, and let's uh, – we've got cheapies and avoids to go, but uh, Andy, you're going – you like this guy, Avrilo. Yeah, so it was, we mentioned him in the centres, but because of that dual position, he can go centre and half. Um, at 302K, Average of 22.5 fantasy points for sure. If he can't get 22.5 fantasy points starting six, mm. um, I don't know what. I'll, I'll eat me sock. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> uh, After I, a I, big average. He's wearing thongs. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I've got no socks on. <laughs> this could be big. No, I think I, I think he should have a good year and make you a bit of coin. Um, I, I don't know if I'll start him. We'll see. Um, but I think it's just too much potential. Okay. Now, moving on, Corby, you've got Joshy Shushka. Yeah, he's looking to – this is a, a watch really because mm. if he starts uh, in the halves there alongside DCE, 274K, he had one game, only had 28 points for the 64 minutes. But, yeah, it's just if he starts at that price, he can't lose any look, money. He's bottom price. Mate, he's if, big. He's 106 kilos. Yeah. Look, and look, I can almost guarantee it. Foran's not going to have a full season. No. Nah. Schuster will be in there round five. Or an injury to your shoulder, you heard here first. Yeah, the, the, well, the other, the other <laughs> contenders. Dr. Quinn over here. The other contenders have sort of had their shot, I think, it was in Dylan um Croker. And I think Walker's oh, yeah. going to go back out to the centres. Yeah, yeah. It was he? impressive in his debut game. Did go off injured, I think, with about 15 minutes to go by memory. But he put some – I think he put a try. I think he might have even scored. So he, he's got a good attacking stats. Like I said, big boy. I think eventually he'll end up on an edge as a ball-playing back rower. A question, do you see DCE dropping in value if Kieran Foran comes back? That's a I had a, actually a look at, at DCE and there's two things. Like his kick meters are huge. I think it's four hundred average and Kieran I think was at hundred and fifty average or hundred and ninety average or something. So he might lose a bit of kicking. But again, it depends. If Saab can get over Garrick or Garrick doesn't make the team altogether. He's back. He could score maybe three or four goals a game as well. And then that sixty average could be seventy. Like he's probably the guy that will probably challenge Cleary as that that dominant. Mm. Oh. Coming off the back of that origin win, you'd think DCE is starting to hit his prime. Mm. How, he, oh yeah. I don't know how old he's, he's he, at the back end. I think he's 28, he, 29. So. Cause he's been playing well for a couple of years now because he hasn't had a solid half. So he's had to take control of the whole um, yep. the whole team. But. He, he had a fair jump last year. He went from 55 in 2018, 57, 29, and up to a 65. So that, that's and that's a without jump. goal kicking too. He has said, yeah. though, uh, in publicly saying he doesn't want the responsibility of kicking. Boys, he's 32. Ooh. And he's actually about to turn 33. So he's 33 yes. this year. Mm, On the yeah. 20th of – is today the 20th? The 20th, yeah. yeah today's Rust. his birthday. So he's just turned 32. Happy birthday, DC. Yeah, happy birthday, <laughs> I know you're mate. listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Make sure you hit the hotline – DCE. Yeah, actually, my mum goes to him, so maybe my mum listening to the show and talk to him. Actually, big shout-out to Cambodia. We made the top five in podcasts in Cambodia. We're going to have some tour trips. The Fiji. <laughs> I'm dirty on the Fijians. They've dropped us to 14. Like, There's been a decrease in listenership from You think Fiji. after the, uh, they, they mentioned pro- them. Have we dropped the pod where we mentioned them, though? Because that should sure. boost us back up. 
Which one was that? <laughs> Back up to six. Well, you know, we mean no harm. We actually love you. But uh, moving on, we'll stay with you, Cheapies, Corby, Moylan. Yeah. The, Why? Oh, I copped a lot for this one. No, still will. no, 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 no. This is purely a moneymaker. He's 310K. He's, he, is he on your bench or emergencies? Where are you? Is yeah, he starting? He's bench. He's not starting. He's a bench. So I would go the big gun Cleary with a Brooks and then maybe a Moylan. If Schuster's uh, not playing, then Moylan's my third. So there's my three halves. Okay. Because he's only at, what, 30, oh, there's no 30 more K yeah. than Schuster. Like he's pretty much bottom price. I guess Looking at his stats, there's a reason well, why. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's just a money grab. I think if he plays in the halves for those first 10 rounds with Chad, Chad he, is more of a organiser. Mm. And I think Moylan will have a bit of free reign just to do his thing. I mean, the, the Hemi's a massive issue. Yeah. Everyone knows that. That's why everyone's laughing at me <laughs> looking at this one. But if he plays, then I make some good coin. Good gamble. Good thing good about Matty, he's taking his rehab really seriously. And he's trying the house down. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, he hasn't broken down since the last time, which is good. We're talking about nine at ten months now. Like that's a good sign that he's he's got his body in good nick. So maybe Matty, like he doesn't have a lot of pedigree in terms of fantasy. Yeah. But when you think about where the Sharks' position is, he is on a contract year. Dual positionship, like I've got no problems putting him in the emergencies. I just, I'll have him on my team on the bench. But, but not, he only has to increase that average up to about the 40 and he makes 150K. But that's a big – And that's all I'm looking at. <laughs> 40 is a big call for Moylan. We made is some big, big calls. He's at 30 easily and he's had the mid-35s with Chatty when he played him in the past. Yeah. It's not too big of an ask. Okay. We make some big calls in this one. This we might lose every calls. single listener in this one. The hard is interesting. Guys, the cheapie I'm looking at is Lachlan Croker. Got some mail that, you know, he is training there. Cust is training there. Forum is training there. The three guys are training there. But out of the three, my mail says that Croker has looked better than both of them put to combined. Well, he so it. he is favourite for the hooking year, role. didn't he? Yeah. When he came off the bench in that hooking role, it is, it's hard to gauge because his PPM is 6.2 coming off the bench, which isn't that great. He'll need to score. If he had 80 minutes, then he would project around that 50. But will he be able to go What's 80 in the hooker? Probably not. I don't think so. He's probably looking more of a 50 minutes, which What's projects price? him at 31. The price is 307K, break even of 23. Has there been, sorry, has there been any talk about um, an RSA Fainu coming back at all? No, that's in the hands of the court. Okay. So. But if he, the court case is for mid-year. Yeah. So he, he could come back Potentially. If, he, if he gets off, but. Yeah, who knows about that He's one? Lawns at the moment. <laughs> yeah, but boys, some avoids and some bigger voids that we're putting on this list. Now, Corby, you've got Flano. Yeah, I talked about this in our Doggies pod not long ago. Doggies. And I just think he was one of those guys that come into – the Roosters made him look better than he was, and they gave him some good attacking stats that I don't think he will see. Uh, Andy made a good point uh, when we talked about this before as well that there wasn't many chinks in the armour at the Roosters and mm-hmm. he was one of them. So game plans would have been send a lot of defence uh, attack at Flenno um, and that increased his tackles, whereas at the Doggies I think there will be a few more um, weaknesses across the board so he might not see as many coming at him. He could pick up uh, a few extra kicking metres but like if you look back to 2019, he had a 38 average at the Sharkies, who came seventh, mm. which is like pretty decent. They were going quite well that year. Had a good run towards the end of the year. I just don't think he will be able to back up where he left off okay. with the Roosters. No worries, Andy. Now uh, you may as well stay with the Bulldog here, Lachlan Lewis. Uh, so Lachlan, basically, I don't think he will start the same. Um, mm. When you've got 
uh, Avrilo coming in eventually when, once he's back from injury. Yeah. Partnering Flano. I don't see him back in the side. He never didn't really, to me, he didn't offer much in attack. And that's what Bordags, when Trent Barrett coming, I can see him putting a lot more effort into their attack. And yeah. I don't see him being a part of the team. Well, the biggest thing is his average of 50 last year is containing all the stats that Flano literally is going to take. Yeah, right? And his kick meters was massive. So even if he does make it, I just don't see him being yeah, relevant. I agree. Now, the other guy you're looking at, and poor guy, like, I think Kurt Mann, he's, he's, out of every year from last year, I know that Josh Josh Frew listens to this podcast and he picked him up. I actually think Kurt Mann, when you think about where he was at the start of last year, he's the biggest bounce back fantasy player since the start of fantasy. He he has great pedigree and I feel it's unfortunate for him because when he uh, plays this, he'll play first couple of rounds. Yeah, he should get the five eight while Blake when, Green's out. But when he comes back, Blake Green, where does he go? He was, he won't start. Watson mm. will go thirteen. He uh, he's only position is probably number 14, and you're not going to get many points out of number 14. Yeah, and depending what happens with Connor Rotson, like he might even end up 14. He might end up at 18. Like, who yeah, he knows? might not make the team. Yeah, exactly that. So yeah, at 51 points, he's not making that again. Even a draft is like for me, I kind of project him. I wouldn't pick him up before round eight pretty much. Like it's just too much risk. I think his only uh, positive is hopefully waiting for an injury. That's his only That's chance. his biggest thing because he what, can feel, right? So. Yeah, he's play hooker, half. He, he's a good ball runner. Could he potentially get – Center. Out to the centres, yeah. But the problem with that is you've got Heimel Hunt, you've got Stafford Toa, yeah. you've Best. got Best, and you've got uh, Sibisaki. Tuala. You've got tu- yeah, tu- uh, Tuala. I, I, know Be- I know Best is obviously locked in the left side, but could man go the right side in centre? I just think he hasn't played enough centre. Ball, ball last, playing and running. Probably not. Probably He just probably hasn't played enough in the position to get. Well, I'm just trying to find the blackest spot in the team. <laughs> <laughs> you guys besties in Newcastle or something. Go out for beers together. Boys, the other two might be a little bit controversial, but I'm going to stick to it. Cody Walker, 646K, break even at 48. But the biggest thing I find is with Latrell on the team, he averages 44. Without Latrell, he averages 61. Latrell was going to be a big part of what Souths do this year. If he stays healthy... I can't go anywhere near Cody Walker. When he, the troll gets injured, if he does get injured, if I'm not wishing any badness on him. But that's the only way I'm going to touch Cody. The Bunnies so. will score well this year, I believe. Like They're in for a massive season. Yep. But, yeah, I'm with you. I don't think it's going to score that well. Yeah, and uh, the other guy is one of my favourites, Jack Wyden. I'm just a little bit hesitant because when Hodgson was in the team last year, so that round 1 to 10, he only averaged 48. And then Scott, he, he took – Everything on his his back. As soon as yeah, everything. He averaged sixty in the back end of the year to round eleven and twenty when Hodgson was out. And it was the flip side. George Williams was in reverse. All the ball was going to Georgie Williams. He was averaging over fifty, and then he went right back to an early forties average because all the ball started going back to widen. So I just think at a seven hundred and twenty two k, I think you let him again. It's not an avoid forever. It's an avoid for the start because I think after Origin that price won't be seven twenty two. I think he's to do a 54 break even is going to be really hard. So he might even, if he averages 49, 50, that, that, you know, week after week, that's going to just gradually fall down. Mm. If he's kind of around that 620K, that's when I think you, you're kind of buying. And then also, as they pick up, he'll pick up his intensity as he did last year towards the back end of the season. Once Origin's done, more bigger games on the line, that's when you see the, back, the best out of Jack Wyden. So I'm not saying avoid forever. I'm just saying pick your spot. And that's the same as Cody Walker. Not avoid forever. Like the biggest thing is if Latrell gets injured, that's a that's a, just get the alarm on because he's gonna it, it changes changes everything. Could could be one of those players like if, if for me if I'm picking a lamb scores well and then he gets dropped, uh, he gets injured or whatnot. 
there's that money that I've got that I've uh, gained in price to buy somewhere else. So yeah. you could have that looking some for a whiten or a uh, for me a piece or something like that. So yeah, we'll and I think it's a good thing, especially for the audience listening. It's yeah, have your top picks, but also have on your radar. So for example, pad. yeah, on your little black book, say, well, I think widen is worth here, and if he starts ticking these boxes. That's a buy signal. So have this also on your radar that you need buy signals. So little things in your in your mind how you spend this money. That's for mine. Or don't do that. Listen to us weekly. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it would be interesting though. Remember Chad saying he wasn't a fan of the new rules because he's a bit of a traditionalist with the, just the kicking, the game of chess sort of game, type yep. of footy possession, which is still very, very well uh, in play with the game. But just with the new rules and attacking, that could really suit these two. Like if their price does come down and they do start to adapt a bit more to the game, yeah, yeah some players they're, they're like, very they're very eyes up running five eights, aren't they? Yeah, Cody potentially. And I just think Cody's going to get starved of the ball. Like Latrell's going to take some ball, and I think Cody's best work is when he's sweeping around. Yeah, so that's that's my that's why I don't want Cody Walker. That's valid. Yeah. All right, guys. Next on the show, we're going to be doing hookers, which is going to be a little bit quicker because there's not that many hookers, but. <laughs> Just be one one hooker each. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but thanks for joining us today. Please do jump on the Talking League hotline, 02840057947, and jump on all the social medias, Talking League Pod on Instagram. Hopefully by the time you hear this, Facebook is back. Twitter, Talking League One, and jump in the punters, oh, sorry, the fantasy and t- tipping comps, which are now open. All right, gents, see you tomorrow. Very good, boys. See, see you guys. I loved it.